God Family Nation. Yeah, that, that was that was some um some some real good information. You know what I mean? Because this, especially if people walk, is not as strong as um somebody else walk is. You know what I mean? People can really easily fall victim into indulging in conversation that we don't need to indulge in. I, I fell victim to these things, but it's like if, if if your walk is not strong enough for you to recognize that. And then later you'd be like, man, I was, I, I, I failed today on that. You know what I'm saying? And you keep growing from that and growing from that. Cause this walk is a journey. It's definitely a journey all day. And we, in our work system, you know, majority of everything in our work system is majority of everybody that, that works there probably not even on the same wave as you when it comes to Christ. You know what I mean? So, and that can cause people to, to easily backslide. And, and, and keep on backsliding and keep on backsliding to the point that they become lukewarm in the situation. Um, I just want to bring in two scriptures real quick. Um, this Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. Only let your conversations be as it become of the gospel of Christ. That whether I come and see you or else be absent... I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. So we got to make sure our conversations be the conversation of, of Christ, the conversation, the conversations of the gospel and living in a society that's, that's, that's enemies. Cause this society is, 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 is an enemy to the most high God living in a society like this. It, it makes it difficult. You know what I mean? But we got to, be dedicated. We got to be that real friend. Like I saw my earlier, we got to be that real friend to the most high and hold it down. We re really got to hold it down. Um, just another scripture going into Colossians chapter three. And this is um, going back on what you were saying about even how we dress and what we watching. Um, Colossians chapter three, verse 17. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Yeshua, giving thanks to the Most High and the Father by Him. So everything we do, everything we, we everything we do, whether it's in word, whether it's in deed, even with our actions, you know, what I'm saying, even with, when it comes to the type of clothes we put on, even when it comes to what we saying out our mouth, just we got to be mindful of these things because it can lead people, even lead ourselves into backsliding. Or just eventually being lukewarm, you know what I mean? Um, is is it's crazy out here in, in this society, you know what I mean? So we gotta really keep that on our mind, keep Yeshaya on our mind throughout all day, all day. That's why praying, let your prayers cease not, you know what I mean? Praying throughout the day helps, you know what I mean? Praying throughout the day, three, four times a day, you know what I mean? Get on. The, a, a prayer regimen, you know what I'm saying? Just pray three, four times a day, you know what I mean? Like to keep to keep your mind focused. Like man, okay, you know I, I I need to I need to stay doing this. I need to stay I need to stay focusing on that because it's easy easy living in a society that we know the world is given to the hand of the wicked. Living in a society like this is easy to to indulge in evil conversations. You know what I'm saying? And I call them evil because they're not really about Christ. Or it's, it's easy to let somebody come to you because you know you don't because in the work environment sometimes you don't want to be oh so so over righteous at work you want to you know what I'm saying be a little chat and let your coworkers you know what I'm saying that 
be afraid to, to, to speak to you about something because you got to make sure you're fishing too at, at your job. So you're still being a fisherman, but we got to make sure we're doing things in a, how can I say, we got to make sure we're doing things kind of in a, in a, in a, like a appropriate way that still represent Christ. You know what I mean? But it is, it, but that's a level of, 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 of growing in Christ with it. You know what I mean? And the only way we can grow in Christ and stay on this path and not be lukewarm is, 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 is really abounding in, in, in this word. You know what I'm saying? Really putting your dedication into this word. You know what I mean? So you can, so you can grow, 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 grow. And just like Corey was saying earlier about you got pastors who've been in the church for a long, long time. You know what I mean? Just like Rod said with that, if if you're not against me, then you with me. You know what I'm saying? I, I get propped a lot, a lot uh, to a lot of these pastors out here because they they've been doing this for 30, 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Trying to walk this walk. You know what I mean? And it's like okay. If 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 I can even reach that level of thirty and forty years, knowing the information that I know, because I don't even know the information that we know. So knowing the information that we know, if we can get to that walk thirty, forty, fifty years, just imagine where we'd be at. You know, what I'm saying being able to to elevate in this walk. You know, what I mean being able to to be like okay i stayed dedicated i i i did what paul said i stayed on this course you know what i'm saying i i, I fought the good fight because it's a fight every day you walk out your door it's a fight it's a fight and it's, it, it just be the little fights too that you don't even recognize like these conversations at work you know what i'm saying like little things watching certain things on tv you know what i mean it's the, these, these little fights you know what i mean that we don't even know it's a, it's a fight we fighting all day you know what I'm saying? We wrestle not with flesh and blood out here. We fighting all day. You know what I mean? So we got to have that thought in our mind, like, okay, I want to fight this good fight. You know what I mean? Because you might lose some battles. You might win some battles, but you need to win this war. And and that's what we need to focus on just so we, so we won't be lukewarm. You know what I mean? Fall into a lukewarm situation. You know what I mean? And see certain people who, who was on this, on this word, like, like 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 a brother said earlier, like you, when we get baptized, we 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 got that fire, we got it going. You know what I'm saying? We got it going on. We ready to we ready to hit the block. We ready to get it in. We ready to do what it is. And then you going for like two three years straight or whatever like that. And then next thing you know, sometimes people people don't even go that long. People go probably about a year straight or, or six months straight. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they backslide or, or, or make a mistake or whatever like that they fall deep into a dark place and then they, they that fire is gone and now you don't even see that brother or hear from that brother or sister anymore and they they didn't became a lukewarm in a lukewarm situation because they took that fire but didn't realize that they got to fight this good fight you know what i mean they didn't realize that you got to fight these fiery darts that's being thrown at us each and every way you know what i mean and we gotta when you fall so you got to get back up and keep going and that's how you will not become lukewarm you know what i mean it's 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 just it's just a matter of we running you know i saying this race to receive that prize you know i saying we're not running this race as 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 as, as, as for the swiftness you know what i'm saying this this we want to be the turtle you know what i'm saying this race we can care less about being that rabbit because that rabbit and no matter how fast he was he became lukewarm and lost the race. You know what I mean? So we want to be that turtle and, and, and endurance, endure it to the end to, to make it through. You know what I mean? So we won't be 
on the wrong side of the field. You know what I mean? When, when Christ cracked that scat. Because when he cracked that scat, he going to crack that scat. And if you ain't on that right side of the field, shoot. You, <laughs> sad to say, but it is what it is with that. Hey, hey man, let me tell you something. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> hey, you just said something, bro. And man, listen, I don't know if you really heard what you said, but it was so cold what you said, how you said it. You said, <laughs> you might win some battles, you might lose some battles, but you need to win this war. Hey, hey, that, <laughs> that, hey, that's that's a that's a, a campaign slogan right there, man. All praise and, to the most know, high, man. Yeah, and, and and you know to have that mentality and to apply that to our life spiritually, man. That's really really what it is. You know, you you gonna win some, you are gonna lose some, but it's the war that we have to, you know, the the, the long term. So yeah, that was that was profound. I, I know um, brother Nyan had something a little earlier, some scriptures he want to bring in, probably because I said a lot of stuff without getting going into the word. So uh, brother Nyan, um, did you or did you have some stuff you want to bring? Yeah, yeah, I have uh, a few scriptures. Uh, I totally agree with everything that everybody has said so far. Uh, as far as dealing with gossip. Gossip is basically the same thing as slander or the same thing as uh, murmuring. So I wanted to go to a scripture in James 3 and 9. It says, Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. So basically, how can you bless God, pray to God, but then you'll curse your brother or curse your sister or speak down on them or degrade them? when they're made after the similitude of the Most High, like we're all made in his image. And then to Apocalypse of Paul to get the judgment of being a slanderer. It's the Apocalypse of Paul, verse 31. It says, and they that are sunk up to their lips are they that slandered one another when they gathered in the church of God. So this is talking about people, church going members, people that believe in Christ, in the church with, with, the, with, a, with a slanderous spirit. This is the judgment that they have being covered in fire, basically up to their lips. Uh, one more scripture that I want to go to is in 1 John 2 and 16. It says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So like y'all was saying earlier, these are some of the things that we don't consider it to be such a big deal because although it may be a sin, you're not necessarily always sinning against somebody else when you commit these type of sins. Like for example, uh, the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eyes. So I agree with y'all how like the things that we watch basically will be considered the lust of the eyes. So we have to watch, we have to pay attention to the things that we watch because things can get in subliminally as well. And also the pride of life. The pride of life don't have to be a straight out sin. It could be the fact that you put materialistic things or you put your job above keeping the Sabbath day or above worshiping the most high period. You got too many things going on in your life to where you don't find a need for God right now because you're doing okay. You'd rather wait until everything go haywire in your life and then go search for God. So the pride of life, but these things are not of the Father, they of the world. And that's pretty much it for me. Right on. All right, so anybody else have something? I know 
you know, I said a lot, Palau said a lot. Uh, anybody else want to have anything they want to add? Go ahead, Brother Core. Um, I had a, a scripture I wanted to read and comment. Um, so in light of everything y'all are saying, as Anayin also said, I agree with what y'all brothers are saying. Um, I think there are plenty of things that we could point out that we do that we might fall back into. And honestly, I think that they all come from the same place. I think we underestimate the impact of, of the things that we have in our lives today. Because when you look at back in the day, they didn't have TVs, they didn't have phones, they didn't have all these things that we have that are distractions and, and things that through which information can come through, through which uh, spirits can come through, through which ideas against the most high can come through. We, they didn't have all those things privy to them that we know. So like more so nowadays, like having these things in our possessions, they are a gift and a curse. You can either use them for righteousness or you will use them, you will misuse them and they will affect you spiritually. So on, on the topic of communication, which, you know, you brothers mentioned, I wanted to read a scripture in um, Ephesians 4 and 22. And it says um, that ye put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after the Most High is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And I'll skip down to verse 29. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. I just wanted to say on that note, like anything that proceeds out of our mouth, it should be something that's positive. You know what I'm saying? You might not have something to say about the scriptures all the time, but if there's a way to, to flip everything around and make it positive, somebody come to you with gossip about somebody, oh man, this brother did this, this brother did that, man. You know, I don't have nothing negative to say about that brother. If, if he's dealing with something, I hope that brother gets better. I hope if there's something that we can do to help him, he, we can do that. Like, there's a way to switch things around as opposed to feeding into the gossip. You know what I'm saying? There's a way to take everything and, and make it positive, just as there is a way in which, you know, the adversary takes positive things and turns them, them into negative. You know what I'm saying? Your words are kind of like a knife. You know what I'm saying? You can use a knife to cut bread. You can use a knife to, you know, make your life easier, but you can also kill with the knife. You know what I'm saying? So everything that the, the power that the Most High has given us, the reason it's so dangerous um, is because it could be used for negative as well as positive. It's dangerous to the adversary because if we use everything, all the tools that the Most High gave us for what the Most High gave them to us for, we will bring down his kingdom. And then why it's dangerous to our brother, our neighbor, is if we misuse the things that the Most High has given us. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to also say on a note earlier about TV and things like that, me and brother uh, Rai, we, we spoke about it in the past. I personally, in my personal walk, you know, I don't disagree with people watching TV. I believe it's to each his own. I just want to say that first and foremost. But 
I realized for myself that I had to stop watching like violent films and things like that because I realized it was desensitizing and there's a lot of demonic stuff involved in that. Constantly seeing death and constantly seeing people being killed and things like that when from the beginning we were meant to live and, we, and death was not something that was natural in the beginning. I also slowed down on like certain sports like boxing because I feel like watching two men like batter each other, it was kind of like rough on me, you know what I'm saying? I think that we forget we're created in the image of the Most High and, you know, watching each other beat on each other and things like that is like watching somebody. This is how I look at it, not saying to anybody else to look at it this way, like watching two men destroy the image of the Most High, you know what I'm saying? I, there was Mayweather's uncle who died earlier this year at the age of probably 50 something. And he started declining mentally from all the like punches and things he was taking. So I just, for me personally, like certain things I watch on TV, certain shows. If I watch any sports, I, I watch something that, you know, doesn't involve people fighting or arguing or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Things that are just pure in its form of, of competition, you know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing wrong with that. But other things, man, I think the adversary uses the television for, you know, his intended purpose. And that's to, to pull us back into our worldly ways, to, you know, push, push things to us in a way in which it seems innocent, you know what I'm saying, influence us in ways in which we may not realize. So I just think that the things that we have in this world, we need to be mindful of their positive uses and their negative uses. And if you can be mindful of those things, you won't fall victim to the negative side of things. You know, that's my perspective um, on that particular uh, situation. All right. So a couple of things I want to uh, respond to what you said, right? Well, first, first, let me, you talk about, you know, if people bring negativity to you, you know, it's a way to deal with it. Right. So this is one scripture that, that I often reflect on and I try to apply to my life on a regular basis. Right. We should be doing all of it, but this is one in particular that I, I, I go back to all the time because it was so proud, profound to me and it's simple. And one thing I, I learned, simple is not always easy, right? But this scripture, I want to, this is Philippians chapter 4. I'm going to read verse 6 through uh, 8. And it says, be careful for nothing, right? And that means don't, don't worry about nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto the Most High. Verse 7 says, and the peace of the Most High, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ." Jesus, right? And I'm reading it, how it's written here, knowing that the J was the last letter of the English alphabet and no one was calling uh, Christ Jesus when he was alive. But just for the sake of those listening, I don't want to throw nobody out here, right? Verse eight says, finally, brother, and this is the one that I really, really look at right here, right? It says, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So these are the things that we're supposed to be dealing with. And, and, and you know, it's kind of saying like, it's cliche, uh, be positive, think positive thoughts, positive. And you hear all these people all the time talking about all this positive, and they got this from the scriptures, you know, or they, they, they came to this conclusion, but the most I had already revealed this through the scriptures 2000 years ago. So that's what the most I had been telling us to do, to, to operate in that positive energy and not that negative energy. Another thing 
you talked about that another thought I had was that we were talking about things that cause us to be lukewarm, right? And dealing with the enemy, right? Dealing with demonic forces, they they are very slick in their approach. And the devil does not present himself as a, a horned beast or a serpent. He presents himself as an angel of light. And I, uh, can somebody get that scripture for me, please? Understand that his his tactics are going to be very subtle. And if, if he wasn't if he wasn't good at what he does, then we wouldn't be having the problems that we have, right? So the devil is not going to, or the enemy, when I say devil, there are many devils, right? And not, I'm not talking about the fallen one that led the, the, the a third of the host of heaven, but I'm talking about devils, anything that's anti-Christ, that's against Christ, all these demonic forces, right, that's working against us. So they don't do, on a, they don't necessarily, I'll say, they don't necessarily have these blatant things that are going to be done that you're going to be easily able to identify and say, oh, that's the devil working. No, it's little knickknack things like what Brother Core was talking about, you know, watching boxing. Huh, this is sport competition. But yeah, we're watching two men destroy his, the image of the Most High. Remember, when the Most High created Adam, he said, he told all the hosts of heaven, here's my image, bow down before my image. And the one whom we call Satan, the fallen angel, who led, the, who led the rebellion, said, no, I'm not going to bow down to a, something that was created from dirt. We were, we were forged from fire. We were created out of fire, the angels. And you want me to bow before something that was made out of dirt? And that wasn't what the Most High was saying. You know, the Most High was saying, bow before my image. Regardless, you supposed to be obedient to the Most High. But nonetheless, we are created in the image of the Most High. There's there's a, a level of respect and 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 love and awesomeness that we should have for the image of the most high. So when we look at another brother or sister, you know, we should honor that image of the most high that we see, but we, we so far removed from that. That's not, that's a foreign concept. It probably sounds weird hearing me say that. Right. But point being, when I was, when I played football, my coaches always tell us, you know, it's about, you know, practicing and, and doing the small things, getting all the little things right. And the reason why is because he says small things, add up to big things. So with the same concept in mind, understand how these demons, one tactic that they're using is small things. So it, if they do a bunch, I'm talking millions, a hundreds of thousands, or hundreds of small things, it'll add up to big things. So, you know, we're, we, we're, sometimes we may be looking for that big trick or that big plot or that big attack from the enemy and it never comes. But and while we're looking for the big thing, we're missing all the little small things that are happening, all the small attacks, the little TV shows, the little Disney movies, the little um, music, you know, the little conversations. All these little things are adding up to big things. So that was another thing that, you know, another thought that you triggered, Brother Court. And then I wanted to say this. I was, you, uh, you, you mentioned about, uh, oh, you know, you mentioned that people in the past didn't have the same distractions that we have today. The, the, you know, the enemy has now used technology to really be a big distraction to us in this time, right? And a big deterrent in a way to, you know, cause us to be lukewarm or cause us to backslide. And that's something that the people in ancient times didn't have to deal with. They had their own plight, but it wasn't the things that we have to deal with, right? And so I, it just, just my mind, how my mind were, you know, I'm silly, right? So I'm thinking, I said, man, like, what if, 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 if one of the apostles, Right or one of the prophets was to come to our house today, right? Just anybody house, go to anybody house, 
and you sit down and you cut the TV on and put a movie on. And I was just thinking, man, they would look at that and see that and see the stuff that's on that TV. And they would just jump, <laughs> jump up and stab your TV with a sword, like just destroy the TV. Like, you know, I rebuke this in the name of the Lord Most High, just bow out and tear it up. You know what I'm saying? Or you ride in the car, you cut the radio on and all that filth and all that stuff come out the radio. That man just pull out a knife or a sword and just stab your radio to pieces while you driving like that. I'm just imagining that man and laugh. I'm tripping out for him. I'm like, man, that, you know, that'll be, <laughs> for me, that'll be tripped out. But I'm just thinking, you know, how, how much unrighteousness comes out of that and how would uh, an apostle who walked with Christ or a prophet who would actually literally hear from the most high, how would they respond to these TVs and to this, and to this, you know, these radios, or even if they just went to, to the store and saw how people dress you know, or heard the conversations, man, how would they respond? So I just thought that was funny, but I'm going to yield now to someone else who has some thoughts and ideas. Have anybody had those scriptures that I asked for? I forgot which one about, um, oh, the devil comes not as a servant, but he comes in as an angel of light. I want to bring that scripture real quick. And that was yeah. the, um, go oh, no, you, yeah, go ahead, Corey. You got this scripture? No, yeah, yeah, I was going to, go ahead. You can read it, bro. Ain't no thing. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to read the scripture. I'm going to say something, but you go ahead and do your thing. I can just read the scripture real quick. Then you can go ahead, bro. My bad. Um, it says, this is 2 Corinthians 11 and 14. And it says, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So I guess essentially going into what you're saying, like today, the, the positive things. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cut out. He going to pop Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Pilar. You want to... Yeah, I would just say it was it was it was it was funny. I had I was thinking I was I was thinking of that picture, you know what I'm saying, of uh, uh, disciples or uh, 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 a prophet just just hearing what we got going on and and our day and time and just rebuking it and rebuking it, you know what I mean? Just like cuz it is it's funny, you know, Ezekiel he's seen the valley of the dry bones. He's seen our people probably listening to this type of music we got going on probably, you know what I'm saying, straight Looking at the uh, things on TV, you know what I mean. That's 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 crazy, you know what I mean. He, he, they, they, I'm definitely they probably like definitely like man like wow like this generation, you know what I'm saying that they was the things that they were seeing at the end times that they was able to most I was able to show them at the end times they probably like wow like if we can just get through this empire, you know what I'm saying like because <laughs> they had some crazy empires, but our empire that we in. Man, this yank is just like is we at war on all all types of fronts, you know what I mean? And it's 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 crazy, bro. It's crazy how the game is right now. Like we we got it we got it hard. You know what I'm saying? We we, we got it hard. So that like it's like the disciples and the apostles, man, I I, I can't wait to meet these brothers, you know what I'm saying? And and and, and just talk to them and be like, man. What would y'all would have did in, in these times? You know what I mean? Like, like, cause I'm man. It's it, it, sometimes it's hard for me to even um to, to speak on it because it's it's crazy the situations that we living in right now. You know what I mean? It's it, it's crazy the the type of evil amenities that we have out here that can get people far far away from the Most High God. You know what I'm saying? That to the point that a lot of people don't even believe that that don't don't believe in the bible a lot of people don't even believe christ was was a real person in in, in history you know what i'm saying that's how far we, we we is from things you know what i mean we to the point where everything out here is basically um 
opinionated or is is and if things that is factual out here, people still debate a fact because oh how you know that 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 date could have been um gonna been um messed with or something like how you know that 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 happened you wasn't there back back then uh, just just stuff like this that 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 can lead people you know what I'm saying to to being lukewarm dealing with conversations like that stuff like that it's just man it's just the, the impact we live in there is it's just crazy bro and it's probably one of the the most lukewarm times in all times right now you know what i mean when it comes to the guys people but just people in general you know yeah and that's the interesting point too because you know we all the time we think about you know fighting to to uh be righteous you know or, or fighting against you know pure evilness or wickedness and you know we overlooked the, the fact that you know you got to fight not just you have to fight just to not be lukewarm you know that's something that you know we got to think about um i think brother Corey is is, is, your, is your mic working now you back on i think no all right so i, I want to go back to the scripture real quick um so this is um second corinthians i'll start second uh, corinthians chapter 11 i'll start at verse 13 right and it says um I think we lost somebody. It says, um, for such are false prophets, I'm sorry, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose ends shall be according to their works. So, you know, understanding that uh, the devil and, and people that do wickedness, they don't present themselves as wicked people or the devil's not going to present himself as, you know, uh, you know, the, with the horns and pitchforks and all that. No, 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 no. They're going to come as angels of light. They're going to come as good people, good, good things. And so when the devil presents these distractions, these things that may cause us a backslide, it's always packaged as something good you know uh we're talking like the trojan horse you know it's going to be that you're going to you're going to take it in because you think it's something good but in reality it's really to your detriment this is what we got to be mindful of understanding how the devil works and how these small things all these little small things that we don't take the time to examine or consider and really filter through the word of god and really filter through the holy spirit these small things add up to big things if we don't be if we're not careful and watchful Anybody else want to have anybody else have anything else to add before we move on? Uh, I, I have something to add real quick. I was just going to say, I, I think that's the reason why Christ said, unless you be like a child, you know, you wouldn't enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because it's like with children, they're basically one way. Like you, children are stubborn. You're not, you're not going to get um, two different ways from a child usually. So it's like they're not necessarily lukewarm. And one reason they're not lukewarm is because I feel like their minds aren't as polluted as adults are because we let a lot of things, you know, get into our subconscious and things like that. On another note, I have a, a scripture. Can you give me one second? Hold on one second, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you going to get the scripture about the little ones? No. Okay. I'm going to get uh, Galatians 6 and 9. Okay. And let us not be wary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not so i think that's one of the main reasons that people become lukewarm they become lukewarm because they don't 
okay, when you first get into the truth and you get baptized, what it usually happens is the Most High will tear you down and then slowly build you back up. That way, everything that you have, all your possessions, you can't give credit to nobody but to the Most High. So because you're slowly getting built back up, you're so used to having instant gratification in the world, you become wary of well-doing. You're doing well, meaning you're following the law, statutes, commandments, but you're not receiving the rewards as fast as you were before you begin to follow Christ and follow the Most High. So I believe that that's where the whole envying the sinner come in at, to where you want what they have, and that leads to covetousness and things like that as well. I was trying to find that scripture about, except for you be like one of these, say one of these little ones or, one, or be like these children? I, I think you did say little ones. All right, well, see, see if you can get the scripture. Who else we got? We got, okay. I don't know, uh, Brother Corey, is your, is your mic working? Are you back on or what? Uh, so like you might have a technical issue. All right, so I want to ask a question, right, based on the things we talked about. So we talked about all these different things and, you know, these different concepts and causes that, of things that may cause us to backslide, right? Now, let me ask this. So I'm trying to figure out how to pose this question, right? How do we identify or classify lukewarm? We talk about lukewarm. So, you know, when we're dealing with something, you need to be able to define what it is lukewarm. So, you know, I guess take a minute to think about that and then chime in and say, you know, give, what is your definition of lukewarm? Or if you can bring definition according to scripture of what lukewarm is, so we can say, well, this is lukewarm. And then to compile the question, right? How does a person self-examine and identify whether or not they are lukewarm, right? Now, my initial response to that question, because I didn't really think about the answer before I asked it, right? But my initial response, I, I would automatically, just to be on the safe side, I would, I would automatically assume that I'm lukewarm because I just think it would be a little pretentious to think that you're just not, you know, you just, you just made the cut. You're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. Uh, I, no matter what you do, in my, from my perspective, you can always do more. You can always be doing more. So I, I'm just going to assume that I'm lukewarm and that I need to be working, you know, overtime and as diligently as possible to live a life that's pleasing to the most high and be accepted, you know, um, through the blood of Christ. But how, you know, how would you, if a person is saying, well, you know, I, how do I know if I'm lukewarm? What, what advice would you give a person? What scriptures or what understanding would you give someone who, who wants to know if they are lukewarm or how to identify or figure out if they are lukewarm? Any, any, anybody got something? I have the scripture for you that you wanted. Okay, yeah, yeah, please. All right, it's Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. It says, and he said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Right, so, and you were saying that, you know, children have a certain mindset, a certain mentality that will uh, cause them not to be lukewarm. And it's true, you know, children... They because they don't they don't know enough to be confused. They just they know what they know yes and no they know up and down left and right you know children they don't know how to how to um, use words in, in subtle ways and, and talk around the subject they just know how to say what it is they listen um, I don't like this I think that's ugly um, this is good that's bad they just they just say how it is so um, you know we have to kind of 
operate with the, the, the mentality of a child and, and try to throw away all the, the gray area that we've been conditioned to operate in when it comes to, I guess, the, the worldly mindset. So that's what, you know, um, I think the scripture is saying, be like these children. You know, children just have a certain mindset and they, they just know, they know what they know, they make their decision and, and they know what they're going to do. It's no, it's not a lot of confusion, you know, as far as who who they gonna side with. You know, a child is gonna side with their parents. No questions about it. It's no, there's no confusion there. You know, and we 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 would like to think that we are the same way, but then, you know, somebody said, well, you know, well, you say this is wrong, but what about this? And he's like, well, I don't know. And then we're considering things that we know better. We know it's wrong, but we're considering now. We we questioning the Most High. Well. I, Maybe the most high didn't mean what he said. So that's, you know, that's what we don't need to do. But I think I saw Brother Core jump back in. Brother Core, you had something? Yeah. Honestly, it, it's, well, I'm sure there are scriptures. I just want to make a comment first, and I'll probably actually go to pull up some scriptures uh, myself, which I was doing before I want, uh, wanted to chime in. But I would say um, there's a saying in the world called, if you knew better, you do better. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, a lot of people know better, but they don't do better. I think there comes a point in which you know that you shouldn't be doing certain things, but yet you still do them, or you know you could be doing better with certain things, but you don't put in the effort to do so. For example, if you know gossiping, and I'm using this example as a base example, if you know gossiping is not something that is godly, but you still get into it, you know what I'm saying, and you convince yourself that it's something that it's not that bad or something like that. That would be an example of being lukewarm. So what I'm basically what I'm trying to get at is saying like, if you know things, you you know based on reading the scriptures and understanding what the most high requires of you, if you know that, but yet you're doing the opposite, you know what I'm saying? You on, on some days you are doing your best, and then on other days you let your guard down and you intentionally do these things. You know what I'm saying? That would be an example, in my opinion, of what it means to be lukewarm. You know, taking things, doing things halfway, you know what I'm saying? Not putting in full effort and, and going an extra mile to make sure you're doing things the right way. You know what I'm saying? And I, um, I think that that's something that we need to look at because like Palau said earlier, it's a war. You know what I'm saying? It's not saying that you are not going to fall or you're not going to make mistakes. Because realistically speaking, many of us come from a background that was spirit that that had no spiritual foundation. We knew of church, we knew of the Most High, but we didn't know His ways. We didn't know what He wanted from us. You know what I'm saying? So now we're in a situation where we're trying to figure that out. And while we're figuring that out, we're figuring out things about ourselves, like weaknesses and tactics that the adversary is using, things like that. You get what I'm saying? One thing I feel that we do too much of is we give the adversary too much credit for things that he shouldn't be getting credit for, and then we take away credit from him for things he should be getting credit for. You know what I'm saying? I think that that plays into his favor, where we're, get, we're, we're attributing certain attacks to him that aren't him, and then the attacks that he's, you know, basically directing our way, we don't attribute them to him. And I think that that's a victory in itself for him. So I'm just saying that 
if you know better to do better, especially when it comes to the Most High's commands in his ways and how to treat your brother. If you know certain things are wrong, then be hard with it. Take a hard stance and, and, and put your foot down and say, this is what I'm going to do, despite how hard it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at the situation. Well, okay. So now, 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 now I need you to come right back, um, uh, Brother Core, because uh, I agree I agree totally with what you said, right? But then what do you say? How do you respond to what well, is easier said than done? Because like Brother Palau uh, so eloquently put it earlier, you know, you, you win, you might yeah. win some battles, you might lose some battles, but you gotta, you need to win this war. So, yeah. but it's, it's not easy, right? It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. difficult sometimes to just do those small things or, or you say, you know, well, just, just say that, you know, I, I'm going to do this and you just determine you're going to do it, but you know, it's not easy. So what do you say to a person is, when they say, well, that's easy, it's easy for you to say, but it's a lot harder for me to do. Yeah. Um, I think that, effort the the amount of effort we put in like if you look at the way we go to our job and we do our job at work a lot of us do that second nature we can switch jobs and we'll go through the training and do our jobs perfectly to the point where by the middle of a year we're doing our jobs secondhand nature i think that we put more effort into learning how to do things that like like if something depends on, our life depends on it, uh, whether or not I'm going to eat, we do it to the best of our ability. You know what I'm saying? I think that we just need to translate that same effort into setting goals for ourselves. Like, if you know you have an issue with gossiping, you could set goals for yourself, like somebody set goals with working out or set goals with, uh, set goals at work or set goals for themselves in general things. And you can make sure that you're writing down the steps that you want to take to get better at it. And I could pretty much, I won't say guarantee, but I could pretty much assure you that you'll get better. You may not get 100% better overnight, but you'll get better over time. You know what I'm saying? And you'll look look back one day and see how far you've come. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure all of us can point to something in our past that we got, we put down and we didn't pick back up. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's cigarette smoking, whether it was uh, alcoholism, whatever, you know, there are things that you could point to in your life that you've gotten over before. So you have to use that same uh, concept of mind that, okay, I've gotten over other things before that I thought I couldn't get over. If that's the case, then you could do other things. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Mm, yeah, that's, 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 that's good too. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to be any excuses. We're not going to be able to stand before the Most High and say, well, Lord, this, or well, you know, Father, this or that. It's not, it's not going to be any excuses. So, uh, you know, the fact that we can go and, and put the work in to master other things, and like you said, master to the point to where we can, you know, halfway through the process, we go on autopilot, and we're doing the second nature without thinking, well, it's the same thing with scriptures. If we study these scriptures and we practice walking it day in and day out, because practice makes permanent, not perfect, because if you practice wrong, you're going to operate wrong. If you practice correctly, you operate correctly. Practice makes permanent. So if we practice walking or living the scriptures, then it'll become second nature. It won't be so hard. But like you said, you got to put that time, that time, you know, especially in this, we're dealing with this microwave generation where everything is instant. So we have to really learn how to 
you know, um, think long term. This is a, a marathon, not a sprint, right? This is our entire life. And then we just don't know how many years the most high gave us. So we need to utilize that time, the time that we have, so that when we stand before the most high, we, you know, we have meat of, uh, uh, what is, how does scripture say? Um, we have works meet for repentance. So, <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that's that's good, you know, um, Brother Corey, that you put it in that in that light that, you know, we need to give the same effort towards our salvation as we would toward trying to get that last meal so, you know, so we don't drop dead this day. And, it's, and you know, that's, that's very interesting to me that our salvation, the salvation of our eternal soul, our eternal life is either going to be with the Most High or separation from the Most High, which is called the second death. And that's not important. That's, that doesn't hold the, the utmost importance in our life. When really, that's the only thing that matters, right? And I, I, I made this, this analogy before, right? And I truly believe this. You know, you tell somebody the key to your eternal salvation is in the Bible, in the Word of God. And people don't even read the Bible. You know, and, and you know, some people may read it, some people don't. But it's not the most, it's not the most important thing in our lives. But then if somebody, if, 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 if these television evangelists came out, if, you know, if these, if these mega church preachers came out and, and started telling everybody, oh, it's a new discovery. We found out that, that, that God put a million, he gave everybody a million dollars. And the map, the key to unlock your million dollars is in the Bible. You have to go in the Bible and study and read it and find where you are in it and follow these, you know, these code or these scriptures. And it's going to, it's going to lead you to your million dollars. Man, I truly believe people would be able to recite the Bible backwards if there was a million dollars in it for them. But you say, hey, salvation, eternal existence with your creator is in that Bible. And if you don't find that, then you're going to be an eternal existence away from your creator, away from all that is good, away from love, compassion, companionship, away from power, away from peace of mind, away from joy. You know, you're going to be away from all these things. Anything that's good, you're going to be away from it if you don't find that salvation in that book. And people say, ah, well, you know, God know my heart. I, you know, I'm going to read, I'm going to read. You're you right, you're right. I, I, I need to read my scripture. You know, but I got to quit smoking weed first. I got to quit chasing women first. I got to, you know, I, I, I got to, you know, get over this sin first. I got to get over that sin first. So, you know, it's not, I need to seek the most high first. So we, we put the most high on the back burner and we, you know, have to get ourselves together. We got to do whatever we feel we got to deal with first. And then we'll, you know, start trying to seek after the most high and serve the most high. So I think a part of this lukewarm lifestyle that we live and that we indulge in is a lot to do with the mentality and what's important to us. I remember there was an, uh, a brother, I, I was really perplexed when this was early in my walk, in my studies. And I, and, and I was, I couldn't understand this looking at, uh, at these pastors in these churches, a lot of these preachers, not all, but you know, a lot of them um, that 
were not teaching the word of God. They were teaching what people wanted to hear. And a lot of them, when I would speak to them and talk to them, they would say, yeah, I know this is true. I know this is what the Bible teach, but, but this and but that. And, and, and it, it just had me really perplexed, for lack of a better word. And I, and I said, because I thought that a lot of the Christian pastors didn't know these things that I was learning. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to change everything. I'm going to go to these pastors and I'm going to share this with them and they're going to receive this and they're going to start teaching their congregation and we're going we're gonna to win the world for Christ. And then you go to these pastors, they say, yeah, I know that's true, but you know, I can't teach that to my congregation because I ain't going to have a congregation tomorrow. If I tell them this, then they're going to get up and leave. If I show them the Bible say this and I stand on that, I'm going to lose my congregation, which is probably true. You might have a few people, but the kingdom is for a few. That's what the scriptures say, right? So, but I was perplexed, and I'm talking to I'm talking to a, a brother who you know that was has been in this walk a lot longer than me, and I'm saying, man, I I don't understand this. How can these preachers say this and do this? And he said, he said because they don't fear the Most High, and it, and that just made perfect sense to him. I said, we don't have a we don't fear the Most High. We say we believe in the Most High. We say we, we love the Most High and all that. But if we fear the Most High, and fear, I mean fear in the sense of respect and love and honor, not fear as if, you know, I'm terrified, which there should be that fear too, because we're talking about the Most High who created your soul, who can destroy your soul, who can separate even flesh and spirit and soul. So the bone from the marrow and the spirit from the soul. So if he can separate that, that's what we need to fear. But also we have to love, honor, and respect the Most High. And because we don't have that love, honor, and respect for the Most High, we don't have that fear for the Most High, we don't seek Him. We don't uh, uh, value his, lo his love for us. We don't value His approval of our lifestyle. And I think that ultimately may lead to a lukewarm lifestyle for most Christians, most people who profess to follow Christ and to, to know Christ and to love Christ. Because like you said, you know, Brother Corey, if it was a priority, like other things that we do in our life, then it we should do it to the point to where it becomes second nature, you know. And that's what you know we need to strive for. So I'm gonna yield to someone else because I, I know I've spoken for a long time and I said a lot. So, nice. uh, so somebody else wanna add something? Yeah, you you that's that that's real. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't fear the Most High, so that's. That's the reason why they're not striving to to for that completeness, you know what I'm saying, in the most high. Like you said, practice make makes permanent. You know what I mean? And then like Brother Corey was saying, man, um, when we get a job, you know what I mean, we'll we'll get the job and then we'll learn it, you know what I'm saying? Cause we know we know what the certain like like we know what what what's for certain and what's for certain is we're getting that check you know what i mean a lot of our people look warm out here because they don't know they uncertain they they they, they 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 uncertain about what's what's going on they 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 uncertain about the goal that they really need them um to, to meet you know what i'm saying with christ i just want to read um first corinthians chapter 9 verse 25 and 26 and it starts off saying and every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they that 
they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we a incorruptible. So we striving for this master. We trying to make this a permanent thing. We trying to know this in and out. You know what I'm saying? We trying to we trying to show that fear of the most high. You know what I'm saying? Show the love of the most high by keeping his commandments. You know what I mean? We really trying to strive to do this through our ups and through our downs. You know what I'm saying? Because we trying to obtain a incorruptible crown. You know what I mean? And a lot of our people don't understand what they're trying to obtain. Verse 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, because a lot of our people out here, they run in this race and they they backsliding and then they 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 go back into a, a comfort zone in their life and be lukewarm because they uncertain of this of 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 the destination that Christ has for us at the end. You know what I'm saying? Of that crown. They really have to absorb that information that this is a real crown that Christ gonna be handing out. You know what I'm saying? The 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 kingdom is a real thing. It's a real thing. That we trying to that, that we trying to um that we trying to make you know what I'm saying the kingdom is within us so if we're not running with certain you know what I'm saying with a with a purpose with a certain that we're gonna get this crown then a lot of people will will stop running this race you know what I mean um finish off with, with the verse so fight I not as one that beat up the air so when we fight in this fight we know what we punching at we 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 fight in this fight to to fight to the end we're not just fighting punching in the air not that fighting anything you know what i mean we fighting this fight because we know what we're fighting for we're fighting for to to be in christ's kingdom man and that's a that's a, 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 a the, the, that should be the most beautiful thing ever to be in christ's kingdom to rule with christ underneath christ and the disciples you know what i'm saying to 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 be there to see moses you know what i'm saying to, to, to be there to to see the prophets, you know what I mean? See all these wonderful people that we read about in the scriptures come back from the um from the bosom of Abraham and, and, and rule with these people, rule in the righteous kingdom. You know what I mean? We gotta have that certain that, that certain in our mind, like okay, this is this is what we're fighting for. This is the goal. This is what we need to be trying to reach. This is not a game. Just like we want to reach that paycheck. We need to think that 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 Christ paycheck that I want to be in His kingdom. That's the ultimate paycheck right there. That's the best paycheck you can ever try to work for. I'm, I'm mm. trying to learn. I'm trying to learn this job. Like it ain't like 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 it's it's the it's the best job ever. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And jobs come with their ups and downs. Christ walk is a job. It come with its ups and downs. Mm. That don't mean I'm still ain't trying to work it. You know what I mean? That don't mean I'm about to. Throwing the towel. Nah, I need that paycheck at the end. You know what I mean? I need that paycheck, which is a, a spiritual paycheck that can't no physical, can't can't no no thing that's tangible. You know what I'm saying? Can replace that at all. You know what I mean? So we we gotta have that certain that that for certainness that we actually is gonna is is, is gonna we running this race for that. And a lot of my people don't don't understand that. You know what I mean? And God, family, nation, we trying to elaborate that to, to our people, you know what I'm saying? Let everybody know, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Know that we got to run this race. It's no time to be lukewarm out here. It's, it's, it's no time to play out here, you know what I mean? It's, it's the time to pick up your cross daily, 
work this job because everybody got a job. Christ, Christ, can, Christ employing people every day. You know what I mean? Even while the coronavirus going on, people losing their job. Christ still hiring. You know what I mean? He's hiring every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's hiring oh, out here. You hey, you show sure said it. Go ahead. But now that's that's I mean, it's just it's just man, we this this is serious to me, you know what I'm saying, right? And I wanna, you know what I mean, it's a blessing to 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 be around brothers like y'all, you know what I mean, to that we can come together, you know what I'm saying, and and put this stuff out for our people, you know what I'm saying? Because this is this is important. This is very, very important, man. And the most I will, we gonna we gonna touch some people, you know what I'm saying, with this. We gonna we gonna reach the numbers that Christ want us to reach with this. Family Nation.